When you invest money, time, and effort into yourself consistently, you will quickly begin to see your worth. Hey everyone, and welcome to the I Got This podcast with Lex and MGP. My name is Lex, and I've been a personal trainer over the last five years. Martha started her fitness journey with me three years ago, and over that time, she's lost over 60 pounds and changed her entire perspective on life. Join us each and every week as we talk about our journey together, healthy lifestyle habits, and of course, the I Got This mentality. Hey everybody and welcome back to I Got This Podcast with Lex and MGP. Today we are talking about investing in yourself, not just money, time, effort, thought, and all that good stuff. Martha brought this topic to the table, (laughs) literally, literally, (laughs) (laughs) as we sit at the table. Um, So she's kind of kind of take a lead on this uh, topic today. It's something I definitely agree with, but and she was talking about it. I was like, I think, I think this one's yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the thought behind this episode was I was having a conversation with a friend, and we were talking about how to get your actions to line up with your behaviors and your thoughts and all those things that go together. And she's just was kind of pumping me for information on how I do that, mm-hmm. how my confidence has led me to these, you know, behaviors I've had over the last few years. And really I was like, is it the confidence that created the behaviors or the behaviors creating the confidence? And we kind of debated back and forth, both of those points of view. And I think they're both actually true. So do the behaviors really reflect our actions and how we think about ourselves or the other way around? Is it the chicken or the egg? Kind of, exactly. (laughs) So we were talking about just even like little things. So she was feeling not very confident right now and struggling with that. And we talked about just even doing something simple like adjusting your posture, Mm -hmm. standing tall, and you'll feel better. So is it when you feel better, you stand tall or... If you stand tall, will you feel better? And we were kind of playing with that, you know, she and I, when we were debating some of these other things we'll talk about, but it's true. And I find that even myself that if I'm having a day where I'm feeling really confident and I'm, I like the way I look that day, I do find that my shoulders are, you know, back and I'm standing tall and I'm not slunched over and all those things. So it, it sounds kind of minute really, but just standing tall, you feel better. Have you um, listened to much Tony Robbins before? Mm-hmm. Right. So at his conferences, and he is like the OG guru sure. of your you know, mental health and self-confidence and building you know, the best version of yourself. And he is the person who I think pioneered that when you stand like a superhero, shoulders down and back, mm-hmm. hands on your hips, <laughs> taking up space, right. you actually are the person, you, you become what you, you know, that posture, when mm-hmm. you build that posture, even if you're not feeling it, your attitude will change immediately. Mm-hmm. Your mental state will change immediately. It's the and hero stance. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think you do that a lot being a teacher. Mm-hmm. I see you when we're training you guys. <laughs> yeah. You'll tell me to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, I know my mat. I think when you're crossing your arms, oh, yeah. I tell you to stop. I'm like, stop crossing your arms. You got to breathe. Um, I'm not getting ready to scold you. I promise. I know, but, but not that yeah. one. It's when your hands are on your hip and you're nice. Your Correct. face is wide. Because I think that's a teacher's stance, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're kind of overviewing a large room. Yep. Um, I, as a trainer, do the same thing because mm-hmm. I'm watching. But it is said to, they say, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as you change your physiology, 
your emotions and your attitude will change abruptly. Your mind follows your physiology. Mm -hmm. So there is a little bit of fake it till you make it. Definitely with physiology affecting your mental attitude. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the first things we teach our clients or, you know, my company and I teach my clients when they're training is your basic stance. How do you walk around? How mm-hmm. should your, you start to shift your physiology in a manner that affects your brain? So definitely taking that big deep breath, throwing your shoulders down and back. Mm-hmm. So you're releasing tension from your neck and your shoulders, drawing attention to your core, engaging that core, bending your knees, so your legs are not like locked out mm-hmm. all the time and your back isn't arching. And as soon as you start to shift your physiology, 100% your confidence is going to follow for sure. Oh, yeah. A doubt. I mean, you've worked on this with me since the beginning. Yeah, we have worked on that. Yeah, and posture and standing up straight and some of those little things that I know that I will do. Mm-hmm. And and I know that I even slouch over a little bit, not when you're trying to hide, but kind of like, right, you're not mentally trying to hide, but or consciously trying well, to hide, but you'll do it. If you're not feeling comfortable, yeah. you're going to try to not be seen mm-hmm. by the world by anybody. But if you're trying to build that confidence, physiology start it begins and mm-hmm. emotion follows for sure. Other ways um, to increase your physiology, if you're like not feeling it, just your breath, right? Mm-hmm. I know you've said this a million times to me. It's so funny. You're like, I don't use that mindfulness thing on my watch. Right. I've been trying though. That's Ever good. since we talked about meditation a couple of episodes ago. I like that. I like that. But just taking a big deep mm-hmm. breath, deep inhale. Everybody let's do it together. Inhale. Yeah. Holding that breath in for two seconds and deep shallow exhale. That can affect like how much oxygen you have in your body. Because mm-hmm. when you are, you know, sad, you have these low, shallow breaths. And what it does is it decreases your heart rate because you're taking low, shallow breaths kind Mm -hmm. of when you're sleeping or when you're sad. But when you start to take that big, deep breath, your heart starts pumping a little bit. You're getting your blood flowing. So you truly are changing your physiology. Mm -hmm. And when your blood starts flowing to parts of your body, it's flowing to your brain. So therefore, you're going to be a little (laughs) bit more energized. So just your breath can make a very Mm -hmm. small dent in your attitude or your confidence or your mental state and doing that consistently and repeatedly day in and day out. I know people forget about it Mm -hmm. all the time. Like I know my clients are like, you want me to stand like this? (laughs) It's so uncomfortable. But if you constantly try to remember, remember, Mm -hmm. it'll become a habit. Right. And I've even sitting at my desk and, you know, I have a job where sometimes I'm sitting at a desk and sometimes I'm up and moving, but when I'm sitting at my desk, I've been conscious lately of sitting up with proper posture at my desk. Mm -hmm. And not only because you get hunched and your neck and back will, you know, if you're over a computer, but also I just feel like I project more of a teacher role. I mean, more of the authority in the room. And I'm not an authoritarian teacher either. It's a, I have a very good relationship with the kids, but it's just that position where you try to put yourself as being the confident one in the room. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How you present yourself is mm-hmm. not like physiology wise, just like a, just like a peacock. Yeah, right? exactly. When you're trying to show off. But <laughs> I do think you're right. Physiology does come first. I think mm-hmm. your breath matters. I think shoulders down and back, you know, kind of just on a day to day. Now we're both straightening up. Trying to remind yourself of that will help. Mm-hmm. Um, but it goes back to, I, you know, I'd like to find the link. I'll link it to our next reel, mm-hmm. our next post. The Tony Robbins description of it is the best, put the best way. You will 
start to change your mindset mm-hmm. when you start to, you know, just remind yourself to change your stance. Yep. How you're breathing, how you're standing. Yeah. So we had talked about that when I was having this conversation with my friend. And then this may sound superficial, but we also started talking about sharpening your appearance. And I don't necessarily mean that you have to put on airs or go out and get expensive designer clothes or anything like that, but just making sure that you're not wearing a shirt that's missing a button or has a stain on it, making sure that your shoes aren't muddy. Maybe today you put on a little mascara, just these little things, run a brush through your hair, you know, that can, and it sounds, like I said, kind of superficial, but at the end of the day, you know that you feel better when you look better. Absolutely. And it, do, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Mm-hmm. It can just be something as simple as, I know I feel really good when I wear this particular outfit and I want to have a lot of confidence today. So that's the outfit I'm going to wear. It's funny. I think we've talked about this in tidbits and past, mm-hmm. and I definitely agree. I think it goes down to number one, cleanliness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, do you brush your teeth before you get into work? Or you would hope. Somebody, <laughs> yeah. right? Are you taking care of yourself outside of before you get ready? Like, are you doing, I I honestly believe that I do like a 15 minute skincare routine. I know that Mm -hmm. sounds ridiculous, but it, during the day, throughout the day, it makes me feel better because I, I'm putting time and effort Mm -hmm. into my skin and I'm like, oh wait, it looks just a little bit better, like a little bit better than if I didn't do that. And I think that builds my facial confidence because I'm, I know everybody tries everything with skin, but just Mm -hmm. like that little bit of effort makes me feel more confident. Right. Because I took time to take care of myself. Oh, absolutely. And it does pay off because then you'll have that inner glow or whatever going on. Right. Even if it doesn't really change your skin, Mm -hmm. does 15 minutes of skincare really change my skin? Like probably, I don't know. It probably does though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And think about just getting even like a haircut. Yeah. If you get a haircut and you really like it, you feel confident walking around with that absolutely, or a manicure or right. a new shirt or whatever it is. But yeah. these things, like I said, they can sound superficial, but it's really about self-respect and pride. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're taking the pride in your appearance. You're respecting yourself enough to go that extra step, whether it's a skincare routine or getting enough sleep or it's just crossing your T's and dotting your eyes. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's saying, taking that little extra step and saying, okay, well, I don't like these pants and how they make me feel. Mm -hmm. You're going to feel that. You're going to feel the nice pair, like your standard of clothing. Mm -hmm. It's kind of funny that you're saying that, but I did invest in like a lot more expensive undergarments and you do feel better because they're not, you know, they're not riding, they're not uncomfortable. They're not whatever, pinching you depending. And yes, just having that Mm -hmm. makes all the difference. I was, I haven't done this yet, but it's something I've been truly thinking about. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause I have started to invest in my wardrobe a little bit more and like really take pride in my outfit outfits. Mm -hmm. I went to like a baby shower today. I'm so excited about (laughs) like the outfit that I was going to wear. I forgot about the shoes. I was walking around my house and you know how like you think about the whole outfit Mm -hmm. and then you come to the end and you're like, shit, I don't have shoes. shoes. (laughs) I don't have shoes that match, that look right. So it's funny, but I haven't done this yet, but I'd like to go through my closet. Mm -hmm. You said you cleaned out yours. Yesterday. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. But probably a rule of thumb, like I'd like to be like, okay, have I worn this in the last six months? And if so, then I'm going to keep it. And mm-hmm. if not, I'm going to toss it. And then from there, I'll create a pile of clothes that I actually feel confident in mm-hmm. and things that I'm like, do I really like this or I'm just wearing this because I don't want to buy a new one? Or I don't want to do laundry sometimes. <laughs> sometimes for sure. And then I'll maybe create a pile of 
because I don't feel confident in it. And then I'll slowly, you know, over the mm-hmm. next year or two, like start to replace those items. Okay, maybe I can get a new pair of these leggings that make me feel confident, mm-hmm. like that type of thing. Well, what I actually did yesterday, and I don't even remember who taught me this hack. I saw it somewhere years ago, but I took everything out of my closet, mm-hmm. rotated it for seasonal reasons. And, you know, the summer stuff that I'm obviously not going to wear again until, you know, six months from now was packed away and actually in my son's closet because <laughs> he's gone. But I, I hung everything back up that's seasonal and I flipped the hangers around. So the hangers are backward in the closet. And once I wear something and it goes back on the hanger, it gets laundered. It comes that way. So I can keep track all season what I've worn or not. Oh, I like that. And I did that in the summer and the stuff that was still flipped backward I'm like, I didn't wear it. I didn't wear it from April till now. I'm not going to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's something like, a, you know, I have a couple of dresses that are like black tie type, you know, that's different. But I'm just talking regular everyday clothes. If I didn't wear it in six months, these past six months, I'm not going to wear it next summer. That's like a great rule of thumb. I like Especially that. if it's stuff that, that fits and every, I just, there's a reason I didn't wear it. Yeah. So I don't feel good in it. I don't like it. So it went into the, you know, donate pile. And uh, it's gone. And it felt good to purge it out because guess what? I don't even feel bad about it because I know I'm not going to wear it. (laughs) I do like the wave of minimalism, like getting rid of anything you don't Mm -hmm. need. It feels clean. It feels fresh. Yeah. And it's kind of fun having the hangers backward too, because I play a game with myself. What am I going to wear to work tomorrow? I can't wear something that's already turned around. I got to wear something that's on the backward hangers. I like that. And then, you know, and then you realize how many different outfits you actually have when you start mixing and matching that stuff. That's a good rule of thumb. I like that. Yeah. So it's kind of a fun little, fun little game. (laughs) Winter maybe. Yeah. Well, my husband owns and he's probably going to hate this because he listens, but he owns probably 800, not really, but it seems like it, golf shirts. <laughs> we launder frequently in our house. <laughs> so I actually got him to do that. And uh, he started wearing all these different ones. And then we figured out, well, these ones are too big now. You don't need this one. This one's got, you know, snagged. So it's the same kind of game, but. Yeah, kind of tossing up those, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you just get in the habit of just leaving it in there. I feel like clothes are just a big one for sure. Like, mm-hmm. if, just like you said, our do those pants have a stain or like, does that shirt, I have mm-hmm. like a shirt that I wear, even though it's stained and I don't care because I like the shirt. Right. <laughs> but like that little stain makes a big difference. It is crossing your teeth, dotting your eyes. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it's faded, it might've been your favorite at some point, but now it's faded. It's, it's gotta, gotta go. go. I it's like that. served its purpose. It definitely, it definitely does affect your confidence. Mm-hmm. Like you don't realize it on a day to day. And then I, you know what the thing I've been doing a lot um, more recently, and I wish I had did this sooner. It's a tiny little thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I hate bad. I hate bad breath. Mm-hmm. I hate bad breath. I think it's <laughs> on worst. yourself or others. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Do you remember during COVID when you would wear a mask and oh, yeah. put it on your face and you'd be like, oh, I've been walking around like this. <laughs> I'm sorry, people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting. It was a very eye opening experience for me. I was like, Oh my God, sorry if I had that. Breath. But now I have a weird, this new keen sense of smell. And if I smell bad breath, I'm like, Oh my God. So I bring mouthwash wherever I go. Mm -hmm. I bring gum wherever I go. And now I do it in between every time I talk to a new person or a session, Mm -hmm. every single time. I'm going to be on the lookout now. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, for what? My bad breath? (laughs) Yeah. If I have it, tell me because then I definitely didn't mouthwash that good enough. But honestly, I think those little things make a huge difference. In my own confidence, I walk into a conversation knowing I have good breath. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I I smell good. And Mm -hmm. I'm putting a little spray perfume on. And then those are obviously 
deodorant. We all wear that all the time. I hope. You would hope. Oh, I teach in a high school. Not everybody. Young men, let's learn that soon. <laughs> it was actually worse in the middle school. They figured it out usually by high school. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do think those little things, those cleanliness hacks make a huge difference because mm-hmm. then you don't walk in like, oh my God. I might smell. Right. Yeah. 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 You, you do, you're self-confident about, or you're self-aware sometimes and sometimes not about that. So. Oh my God. Yeah. There are a lot of people when you're walking around the gym, you're like, Ooh. I know. And I mean, I, <laughs> and I get it. If you're sweating, I mean, I get it. Yeah. That's what I mean. I think it's at a gym, it's different. Like you're going to smell because if you're working hard, you're sweating hard, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little bit different. It shouldn't smell. She just there's a sweat stink and there's like a BO stink. Yes. They're two very different. Very things. different. That's what yeah, exactly. So you'll know the difference. Like, okay, he's you're at the end of the workout, you worked really hard and you smell a little oh, bit, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So that's fine. <laughs> but I definitely think those little things like make a really, really big difference in my mm-hmm. confidence. Mm-hmm. No, I can see that for yeah, sure. They do. I like it. Something else I was thinking about too is doing things for others. And it can be little things, really, you know, just some genuine kindness toward other people and take the focus off yourself. Sometimes that can actually create more confidence in yourself because the reaction you get when you do something genuinely kind and unexpected for someone, and it can be minor is, you know, it pays back threefold, I think. And, you know, it could be something as simple as someone posts something. And so you take the time to make a little comment like, Oh, you look so pretty today or whatever it is, you know, and if you focus on others, I just find that I feel better about myself. And so that one is, but was another one that I was talking about with my friend and cause she was just feeling, you know, kind of down in the dumps and feeling, you know, bad about herself. And I said, well, you know, let's focus on others. And I felt better cause I was focusing on her. <laughs> so maybe that was selfish at the same time, but I, I think that helps. I do believe when you stop talking and start listening more to others, your confidence increases tenfold. I really mm-hmm. do. I think when you stop focusing on your life. And I think it's a very immature thing to, you know, we're all, when we're in our younger years, like our teen years and mm-hmm. our early twenties, we think the world revolves around ourselves. But when you start focusing on making other people feel confident, helping other people feel like welcome and loved, mm-hmm. you're, you stop focusing on how you feel, you know, mm-hmm. you stop thinking like, Oh, I'm the worst looking person in the room, or I'm clearly uh, the least confident or, or people in this room don't like me. When you stop <laughs> focusing on how you feel and you start focusing on how you make other people feel like the, making them feel welcome or hurt or anything else. It, it's, it's weird. Yes. And Increases your confidence, but mm-hmm. you also ignore how you feel because it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. It shouldn't. How you make others feel matters, right? Yeah. And honestly, when you make other people feel good, then, then they really want to be around you. And so it kind of comes back in the way as opposed to you trying to project some sort of fake facade onto them. So that's that's really um, what I've noticed too. I definitely agree with that 100%. I think that's when maturity kicked in for me when I was like, oh, stop talking. Just stop. (laughs) And I think when I stopped talking and listened more, Mm -hmm. that's when I started to actually gain real confidence. Mm -hmm. And you make those connections. Yeah, more connections. Mm -hmm. When you make connections with people, that's when you get confident. Yeah. You also start to realize like at at some point, Mm -hmm. and I feel like obviously this is everlasting for all of us. Like I have to constantly remind myself this every day. People are not worried about me. They don't care. People don't care about 
you. They care about themselves. Mm -hmm. People are more worried about themselves than they are than anybody else. And when we all start to realize that, then we stop feeling as self-conscious. Of, mm-hmm. you know what I, do you know what I mean? Kind yeah, of? to a point. I mean, obviously there are people we care about. Oh, yeah. But there, I know what you're saying. People aren't thinking about you as much as you think they're thinking about you. Exactly. Like people aren't judging you. Maybe that's a better word right. for it. As yes. much as you think that they are judging you. Exactly. You think that people are thinking about you 10 times more than mm-hmm. they actually are. Yes. Like when you're going somewhere, what are, what are people going to think about what I'm wearing or what I look like or what yeah. I'm, whatever it is. And you know what? No one's thinking that. <laughs> and that's so funny because we each have those scenarios in our life that we feel the most insecure mm-hmm. or certain groups of people. Um, oh yeah. And that doesn't go away. No, Mm-mm. it never does. There's always like that one person. I don't know. Like my older cousin was always so intimidating to me. Mm-hmm. And Sal was probably like 25. I'm 27. <laughs> and I realized like, Oh, this person cares more about herself. She's not looking at me. Mm-mm. And I was always like, so worried about what this person thought of me. Trying to measure up to her to standards. Yeah. yeah. And, was, and at one day I just realized Oh, this person doesn't care at all. (laughs) (laughs) I can literally do anything. (laughs) No, it it never will notice. It's like that one person that you're always worried about judging Mm -hmm. you or something like that, or a group of people, or if you're heading into a new scenario Mm -hmm. that you've never been in. Mm -hmm. Um, I was talking about the baby shower. I went to a baby shower. I've been to two this summer and I didn't know who was going to be there. I only knew a small group of people. Mm -hmm. And you're, you always get a little self-conscious like, well, I have somebody to talk to. Mm -hmm. I'm worried about how I'm going to feel. But in reality, if you sit there and focus on the people around you, because everybody's not, people are nicer than you think too. Right. Yeah. Like who's just going to be, well, I guess there could be people, but I mean, but who's just going to be a few assholes. Right. That's what I'm saying. Who's going to be truly obnoxious. People that you, you sit down next to. Yeah. I bet one of them is going to be an, one of them might be an asshole maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> if all 10 are change tables. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You got to get up and walk away. It's not rude if you leave. <laughs> right. Or in a, at a party or right. whatever. Whatever. Right. right. Yeah. So yeah, we've all been there, but, but yeah, your yeah. own insecurities take over sometimes. Exactly. And that's what we all have to remember. I we think, all have them. Oh, absolutely. I think mm-hmm. it, it's, it never goes away at any Mm-mm. age. Mm-mm. You just have to constantly remind yourself like, this is who I am and I'm proud to be who I am and the people who want to be around me love me for me. Exactly. And it doesn't ever go away, but I can personally attest that it does get easier though. So your insecurities are still there. I'm not going to say I don't ever go into a situation where I'm feeling insecure, or overwhelmed, or worried about what people are going to think or, oh shoot, there's that Martha again. You know, and, and they're not even thinking that. I don't probably even know I'm there, but whatever. But I've oh, come shoot, to realize, that I know, I know you say that every time I show up oh, at the gym, shoot, shoot. That MGP's Martha. here again. <laughs> I'm going to say that when you walk into Martha. Oh, shoot, there's that Martha again. Someone oh, cover me. <laughs> I liked that line. Oh, shoot, there's that Martha again. Here she comes. <laughs> I like that one. Oh, my God. But that's what you're thinking in your head, right? And no one's really saying that. That was my point on, the, yeah, on that no, one. As we got I thought that made me laugh. I had to say something. But yes. But you're a good faker, though, because every time I show up, you seem generally happy to see me. I, so. I really <laughs> but it doesn't go away, is my point. Mm-hmm. But I have come to realize that everyone else in the room is probably feeling just as nervous or insecure as I am. So, you know, we've talked many times, many episodes about my whole fearless mentality now. And part of that is doing things even when you are full of fear or feeling insecure, but doing them anyway. And that's where I've gotten better in the last couple of years. Group of people I don't know, 
I walk up, I introduce myself. If they seem to be rude or like you said, assholes, then I just excuse myself and go on to the next group. And that's okay. And I, I've come to deal with well, not what's wrong with me, but oh, that's their loss. Yes. And that took that took some years to realize that's their loss because I have a lot to offer. So, and that's the mentality we have to sometimes fake until we can get to. I know. Yeah, I think faking it until you make it is a very rough thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, in certain yeah. areas. And you know, this kind of, we're going back to our conversation about behaviors here. I've tried to really, in the last few years, bring more fun and joy into the things that I do. And, you know, it can be just humor. Now, obviously it has to be appropriate <laughs> at, depending on your environment and the situation you're in, but you don't want to be the person that dampens the mood. Yeah. Or the Debbie Downer, so to speak. Yeah. You want to be, you want to, if you enjoy or pro- project enjoyment, then people are going to enjoy being with you. That's a good one. I like mm-hmm. that. And I think that, you know, we all have those negative Nellies, whether it's at work or whatever, that you're just like, oh, I just can't. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I actually said that to someone about a week ago. I can't do the negativity right now. I like so that. I'm going to excuse myself and go join this other group. Wow. I respect yeah. you so much for that. And they were just like taken aback a little bit. Did you call them a negative? You're being a little bit of a negative Nelly. <laughs> I right did not. Now. I just said, I. I'm not in a place where I can do a bunch of negativity and complaining right now. So I'm going to go and eat lunch with this other group. Oh, I like that. Wow. Good for you. So and I, that, that's what I meant. They were kind of like, I, I in my own head, back to what are people thinking? I was thinking. I said that to my family. Straight. <laughs> like, You're being a bit negative right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes. Oh, what did I say? Like this? this is funny. Sorry. I'm just taking it off. No, go. It's... I said something funny. Oh. I was talking to an older group of gentlemen that I trained, not older, they're mm-hmm. in their 50s, you know, whatever. Super young still. Older than I <laughs> is what I mean. Which and, is probably a lot of your clients, but anyway. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and um, I said, oh, he, he said, one of them said, I'm, he was picking up a set of weights and he said, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm trying to be a realistic mm-hmm. and picked up a set of what he was capable to do. Mm-hmm. And then I said, I hate that statement. (laughs) And then my other client, who is a lawyer, Mm -hmm. said, Alexis, there's something called realistic optimism and realistic, not not negativity, but realistic, like, negativity. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a positive caution. And it should have been said, I obviously agreed that that man should have set those weights down and Mm -hmm. gone lighter so that he could proceed with good form. Sure. However, I was thinking about it and I was like, I outwardly shun any negativity. (laughs) If it has anything to do with you can't do that or that doesn't seem like a good idea, I outwardly shun it. And that's how stuck to positivity I am. However, I am clearly learning and either it's maturity or aging, I'm not sure. Which kind of go hand in hand sometimes. They do. Not always, but yeah. Sometimes. I was like, oh, you can be negative in a realistic manner. And I'm slowly learning that. Is it negative though or acceptance? Maybe acceptance. You know, I mean, if you told me to deadlift 350 pounds, I'm going to probably say I can't, but I'm not trying to be negative. No, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't, I shouldn't have said it in terms of weightlifting. Okay. It's not really in terms of weightlifting. Because I'm like, that's not realistic. No, no, not realistic. I think it was in a lot of other facets Mm -hmm. of life, almost even in terms of like other capabilities. I'm Mm -hmm. not really sure. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought that was funny. And it not is funny. Lifting because yeah. I, you can't, you just, 
you can't lift 350 pounds. So <laughs> I'm not going to be like, yes, yes <laughs> you can right now. You're being negative. <laughs> I'm, I'm being more in terms of shunning. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like shunning anything that is, is I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'll have to come back to this topic. I'm a very... Um, ignorance to negativity is a good thing in my mm-hmm. mind and I'm slowly surpassing that in understanding realism very slowly mm-hmm. but I mean negativity is a mindset a lot of times it is yeah. I believe so mm-hmm. we can all have negative thoughts of course yes but we can pivot out of those yes and it's different than being realistic or delusional or delusional yes I think I are on the side of delusion that's yeah. possible no, yeah uh, but could be, but yes, yeah. you can ch- switch that mindset and choose who you want to be around, mm-hmm. who has a more optimistic, realistic view of the world and, and how the people you speak of, like, are the people you around speak highly of others? Are mm-hmm. they kind to others? Are they, you know, are they speaking kind about you? Or are they just like, eh, today's Monday, you right. know, that type of person? Exactly. And there are some people that I, I truly believe enjoy being miserable. And do they enjoy it or is that the only way that they know? Well, exactly. That's my point. Kind of, they, that's, I would describe them as they seem like they enjoy being miserable or they enjoy complaining. Yeah. Or that's what's all they know how to talk about. Like Mm -hmm. there are certain people I'm like, you literally just don't have anything else to talk about. Mm -hmm. You don't know how to make conversation that's positive. Right. Isn't that interesting? And I, I, I don't want to say yay me. I don't like to complain. Not that I don't. I've, Mm -hmm. I've complained. I've complained to you, but it's not something I enjoy. No. You feel gross after. Mm-hmm. You kind of leave the conversation. You're like, that's I mean, icky. sometimes once in a while you got to unburden. I get it. Yeah. But when that's your habit. And so we're kind of going back to our conversation today, which is really about actions and behaviors. Mm-hmm. If that's your go-to behavior to be negative and to complain all the time, then your thoughts are going to follow. Yes. And how you think about Mm-hmm. In turn, affects your confidence. How you think about yourself and how you exactly. This so, is pretty cool. Um, the other thing I wanted to use a word specifically in this podca- podcast mm-hmm. today: the word "standard." Okay. I think you do begin to set a standard for yourself. Um, whether others are holding you accountable to that standard, which you can choose to be around people who hold you to a higher standard, mm-hmm. or you set the standard for yourself. So, like for instance. I, we talked about this prior and we'll talk about this in our next episode, mm-hmm. but like my standard once was biting my nails. I, I mean, I just, I mean, I'm not saying I stopped, but I'm working on stopping. Mm-hmm. And every time I repeatedly say, this is not my standard. I will not belittle my body in this way or, or even, or spending money. And mm-hmm. that's been a big one for me more recently with, you know, the economy and I'm like sure. spending a ton. Right. And I'm like, wait, this can't be my standard. I have a standard of how much I'd like to have in my bank account at Mm -hmm. a certain time. Mm -hmm. And that is your standard. So I think when you set your standards high, you then, and you start reaching for those standards, you start to think higher of yourself as well. Mm -hmm. This high standard is my standard. Therefore, I'm going to reach for it. Therefore, this is how I think about myself. You're elevating yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, a newer thought to me. That's a new one. I think mm-hmm. I started thinking about that within the last month, honestly. That's okay. Yeah. It kind of goes back to a couple episodes ago when we talked about goals. Yeah. That's a goal to set these standards and achieve them. Mm-hmm. So saying, saying no to a bad habit is another way that our behaviors can reflect our mindset. Yeah. And vice versa. 
maybe that's something we should talk about in our next episode. And it will be. (laughs) (laughs) Just say no. (laughs) All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. That was an awesome episode. Confidence is key, baby. And building that is much easier said than done. I Mm -hmm. think it's, I mean, I think we all constantly struggle with it. You know, I even think with this podcast, I feel like I struggle. I'm like, who are we to have a podcast? Who are we to Mm -hmm. be able to talk about these topics when in reality, we're just talking about our, our take on it, our experiences, our experience. And every time I validate it that way, I'm like, well, I'm just talking about what I, how I think Mm -hmm. about these topics. That's really it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So yeah. Confidence (laughs) is investing time, money, effort, working out your health, taking care of your health Mm -hmm. is a new, could be a standard. And when you start to take care of yourself in terms of your health and your wellness and putting an effort day in, day out, you will definitely feel more confident Mm -hmm. for sure. And surround yourself with the people that help you achieve those things. Yes. Absolutely. Hey guys, thanks for listening this week. Please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. For more I Got This content, please make sure to follow, like, and share on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, or you can always go to our website, igotthispod.com for more info. As always, thanks for listening. See you next Monday.